Welcome to NFTs Suck, if you don't understand them. Hello, friends. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this podcast is dedicated to helping you better understand the who, the what, the why, and the where of this brand new world of non-fungible tokens. Let's dive in. What's happening, party people? Welcome to the show. If it's your first time, it's so uh, so glad that you took some time out of your day to hang out with us. If you're a returning listener, thanks so much for your patronage. We sure do appreciate it. Without you guys, hey, the show does not uh, happen. So, <coughs> see if I can't choke on myself over here. Let's dive right down to it. Um, my guest today is Mr. Zero. I got some screen names, some Twitter handles. Uh, in action these days here. And um, so Mr. Zero is joining us today. I really don't know what they do, but that's what this podcast episode is all about, to better understand what they do and talk about what they're doing to contribute to this whole Web3 conversation. So Mr. Zero, welcome to the show. Hey, Sebastian. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. I promise I'm not taking bong hits over here. Holy cow, I just choked on a sip Shit, of water. Yeah, it's just that kind of day, I tell you. So, um, so, so talk to me. What exactly are you guys primarily focused on? I know you got one arsenal of a team behind you. Um, what do you guys build? What have you created? What is the solution? How does it work into Web3, NFTs? Give, give us the whole gamut. I mean, that's a lot of questions. We're going to be here for a minute. So let me give you a quicker bridge version. Uh, we are built by Quantum, a.k.a. Quantum Tech. Um, we've been around for about eight months now through a few different branding iterations, but mostly the same core team. And our focus is building interactive NFT experiences, not just interactive NFTs, but experiences that surround the NFTs to make a just a more fulfilling reality for anybody that's coming into the space. Okay, so I just started buying NFTs last year. They all suck shit through a straw, and I they failed miserably. Maybe one has done really well. Oh, okay, two have done d- decent, but I don't order, I don't order any like extravagant NFT projects. But I do like to collect some of them, some for the reasons that I believe in the project and what people are doing and the artists and what happens. So, wh- what does this look like for somebody like me, a complete novice, which is most people uh, buying NFTs, trying to figure out and navigate through all this? What does it look like to integrate an interactive experience into that process? It's the same thing as buying a buying a typical JPEG. So you're going to find something that you like in one of our collections, and it will be familiar. You'll see it on OpenSea or on our Mint pages or LooksRare or anything else like that. You make the purchase, um, assuming that it's just a flat, static JPEG, and then realize that there's a couple magical buttons that unlock things like customizations, framing options, and renaming and description capabilities um, that the owner can actually take into their own hands. So it gives the owners, the collectors, the opportunity to immerse themselves and express themselves through their digital collectibles. Okay, so you can go and just like manipulate whatever your character is on the JPEG that you have. To an extent, yeah. We have a a litany of different customs that were either designed by the creators of the original collections or by community members or by whole net new artists um, to the scope of things. But those work just like stacking layers on top of each other where you can make infinitely complex creations out of your your base nft and, and what type of collectors or investors or i don't even know people are, are utilizing solutions like this um that, that's a loaded question i would say we have we have two two sides of that our collectors are people that are more interested in the technology and the utility behind nfts rather than like the capitalism aspect of it and our clients which we do bring a lot through our client portal on our site um, are really interested in 
harnessing the interactive NFT experiences that we're building. It's all, no matter what, an effort to stand out from the mix. So I would say that the primary goal is just making sure that we're sticking out. Okay, so I buy an NFT and then I utilize your platform and I can turn it into something different and interactive. Is that how, am I following you correctly? No, not even. Um, okay. You're utilizing your platform. So the NFT that you buy is an app in and of itself. So you don't need to utilize my platform to get enjoyment out of that. You'll be able to go directly to your OpenSea listing and do the customizations there. So um, aside from needing a signature on it to confirm that those things could be written, we really try to do our best to get out of the way and not require a third-party app or solution for people to go to. Okay, so my all of my NFTs are at OpenSea. I use your, so your technology works with OpenSea. Is that right? I'm sorry, and I just, I'm trying to unpack this like we're talking to a three-year-old because people don't even know what an NFT is. So I, the idea of the show is to really just unpack this to an elementary level so people really understand what this is all about and why it's applicable to what they would potentially be doing. So these are going to work everywhere. This is going to work OpenSea, um, looks rare, any platform that you buy it on. It's, it's going to be and look to you just like a normal NFT that you're buying. Um, it just has more features on top of it. You'll notice a couple buttons that set it apart. So I can go buy one of the NFTs. So these are NFTs that you guys create. I'm sorry, I sound so confused, but I totally am. I mean, I'm confused by the whole world. There. That's, that's why I did the podcast here. I'm just trying to, to, to really understand how, how this whole thing works. Yeah, these are these are NFTs that we have created. We've done all the technology behind it. Okay. Our art team does a lot behind it, and we even have some of the artists that we've worked with and partnered with here with us. James Aim down there, um, for instance, it did all the art on our Doji Crew project, which is a organically spray painted, passively earning, proprietary marketplace having collection of the future. It's pretty cool. Okay, great. So, um, where can someone buy one? Um, OpenSea. Just go to OpenSea. Um, if you want a Doji Crew, you can mint one right now at dojicrew.com. Everything else is available on OpenSea. So, do um, so is that D-O-G-I? D-O-J-I, close, crew.com. Okay. I'll make sure to include this in the in the show notes, too. I, for I forget that people are listening and they can't see the words I'm saying, so good yeah. call on spelling at it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you got to buy Doji in order to buy the NFT, is that right? No, no, okay. the Doji is the NFT. Oh, got it. Okay, cool. See, new, yeah. I'm new here. Can you tell? It's all good. It's all good. We're going to get you there, though, right? And you, I, I, I certainly hope so. Absolutely. So, um, okay, cool. This is, uh, so, okay, you got, ah, okay. So they kind of look like um, robots slash aliens. I like them. Or do they? It's it's almost it's, dead on. Okay, cool. That's, okay, cool. That's what you're going for. <laughs> So how did this whole thing get, I mean, do you wake up one day and you're like, you know what, this is what we're going to create. How did this whole thing come, come about? It's always like for us on our end, when we're building technology, because we build not just NFTs, we're building solutions for NFTs. So if you want something to manage your discord, we've got, got something for you. If you want something to commemorate some experiences and to get some engagement, we have some tools for that. But all of those came from a problem that we faced as a team that we build a solution for and then realize that that solution was broadly applicable. So um, that's literally everything. Uh, we've been like, okay, why doesn't this work like this? And we've made efforts to make things work like that. So it's all an engineering mindset and just problem solving. And they're not expensive either. It's uh, 0.025 ETH, which currently is about 80 bucks. 
Um, and do do you foresee the price of these going up eventually, or will they always remain the same? And then the functionality and the other solutions you you provide as part of owning the NFT, or 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 where? How, how do you guys make money? I guess that's the short answer or short question. Right All right, there. two th- two things on that. Point zero two five um, seems not expensive, but to some people, that's a lot of money. Um, that's, that's a good bit of money. That's 80 bucks. Like I can remember in points in my life where 80 bucks was a good bit of money. Yeah. So I don't want to, I don't want to downplay that too much in the context of like the big ballers in the space. Secondarily, I don't know what the price is going to do, but I'm not making products for that. I'm making products that people would like to keep. And I'm not really focused on making things that people would want to sell. Got it. So you're looking for people that want to collect these things and continue to utilize them and, and make them interactive and do different things with them. Absolutely. Okay, great. And then you work with other Web3 related companies or just companies in general that want a Web3 solution to be able to help them to integrate into their brand? Is that how that works? For sure. We've got a lot of people that look and sound like you coming into our server that need some guidance, that need to understand some things that are a little bit abstracted in their minds. And we bring that all together, um, get a product for them if it's going to be available and otherwise just give them guidance to what they need to be a self-starter in that. Because more often than not, there's tools out there that are available for people to be able to just do this themselves. So us being primarily a B2B business are, are typically, I would say 99 out of a hundred leads that come through our server are normally turned away with some advice on how to self-start. All right, cool. So give me some of the questions that come through as far as, you know, the people that you give them some advice and send them on their way. What are some of the questions? So let's say I join the Discord right now and I'm like, hey, I have no idea where to start. What do I do, guys? Yeah, and that really depends on where you're at is in what you're trying to do. If you're trying to build an NFT collection, a lot of times people will come and just ask us what our full capability suite is. If we could do the art, which we can. If we could do the website, which we can. If we could write the smart contract, which we can. If we, we could do the rarity distributions, we could do anything that you would need to launch a 10K generative project, a one-of-one art series, or even some really neat interactive stuff. Okay, so, now I got more questions. Great, because I have... Finding these questions, getting you to ask the questions is the key, so good. ask some more. Okay, it's my job, isn't it? Yeah, it's totally yep. my job. So, um, so I've got a character defined um, for an NFT project that I have in mind I'm in the world of podcasting. And I have absolutely no idea what to do with it. So um, I know that, I, how many do you, you mentioned the, you know, the, the, the 10,000 generated, character generated. Um, how does that whole process work? Let's break that down for a second. So somebody comes to you and they're like, hey, listen, I have a concept. I have like a JPEG or character or something defined. How do we go make 10,000 versions of this? How do we launch an NFT project? I mean, I know that's a loaded question, but like what's the very beginning first steps? Well, in, in the actual situation where that's a lead in our server, we're already packing up information to send them on their way because we require a little bit more knowledge um, about what the product should be before we can get started because ideating has a lot of risk for like uh, scope creep and things like that. So typically what I'll do at that point, and just to answer your question, and we'll say a hypothetical world where bandwidth doesn't exist and we could, we could jump into all of these, we would say something to the lines of like, what we need to do is understand what community you're trying to create, what kind of art you're trying to create, and then work with you to develop traits. Um, and those traits are different artistic assets. We see them as like 3D glasses and cigarettes and joints on NFTs. And you would design those in a layered file that we would then have, we have software that we've written, and there's a ton of software out there 
that will give you every possible unique combination of that off of a spreadsheet that you write that says, okay, I want only three pairs of 3D glasses in this whole thing, and then everything else isn't rare. Um, and then it generates all these JPEGs with what's called metadata, which is just a bunch of properties to let you know what the image is. Got it. I figured there was a software involved. Had to have been because oh, there's yeah. no. What are you gonna do? Oh. Have an artist generate ten thousand pieces? That's it. Take them how long to do that? Um, so you know what the sad thing is? There's somewhere someone thinks that's what's what's needed. And there's some guy that's just feverishly drawing out like ten thousand ape. JPEGs, and then at the nine thousand nine hundred ninety eighth, someone's like, "Hey, man, there's a generator," and the guy just screams. <laughs> right. Okay. So if I have, if so, if you you're able to draw, let's just say you drew a character. Like I have my character. Right, let's load the character into the software and let the software go do its work. And there's only a trait is considered what Air, uh, eyes, ears, hair color, skin color. Th- th- are those considered traits? For sure, for sure. Anything like that are going to be traits that you would throw into the scrambler and get all the unique combinations. And that's about 0.5% of what's needed to get you to the finish line. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, that's just getting the collection together and then figuring out how to properly launch it. And is there like a specific, like you have to, for in order to people to go to your website and connect your wallet and all this, is there programming behind all that? There's programming behind everything. Every single thing that we do is code. Like there's, there's no like, wave your hands and it happens like everything is bespoke code we're not copy and pasting things like this is all code that we've had right because the problems that we're solving haven't existed yet oh that's interesting the problems that you're solving haven't don't even exist yet well it sounds like you're ahead of the game so um what's the name of the discord server we're going to include that in the show notes too that's easy to access the discord server well okay so there's two different discord servers if you're a client you have to go to quantum.tech, fill out the questionnaire, and you'll get a link to the Discord server at the very end. Um, that vets you a little bit. It gives us an idea of what you need so we can expectation set as soon as you get the door, and everything's good. If you want to be more hands-on with the technology that we're developing, we have a server that functions as a hangout spot and a beta testing grounds where people are able to do test everything bleeding edge. Um, and we've got a lot of really cool stuff there. And that can be accessed at qnfthub.com. QNFTHUD.com. And now now I'm curious. Now I want to join the server. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. We say fuck a lot over there, though. That's my second favorite uh, F word besides Friday. No, my, awesome. that's my, no, Friday's my second. Got it. Got it. Yeah, mine too. So. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So uh, it says private verification link. I got to get verified in all this. Don't accept DMs. Connect and verify. There we go. Okay, cool. I understand this process. I can connect the wallet. We've gotten that far, uh, which is uh, w- which is good. I only gave my seed phrase away one time, so that's a plus too. Yeah, I know. In the very beginning, cost me eighty bucks. Oh um, no. Yeah, I know. So that eighty gl- bucks hurt at that time, didn't it? It was already in there. I forgot that it was in MetaMask. Oh, it wasn't. I was like, why was there ninety one dollars in there? And that was only eleven. I was worried about my. Um, <laughs> Exactly. They didn't even take the whole thing. <laughs> I, I, they might have. I have no idea. Well, I was talking to a buddy of mine. Who does a lot of cybersecurity stuff. He's like, sometimes the hackers don't want to pay the gas fee, so you get lost, so you get lucky. <laughs> and I go, well, they left ten bucks in there. It's kind of like you know, you're gonna break in my car and not steal the Altoids. You know, rule number one: steal the fucking Altoids. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, inter- in- interesting year. So this continues to make my mind melt as if the world of NFTs and Web three weren't, um, you know, weren't weren't um, confusing and and and. A little bit of a challenge to understand. And I was at Miami NFT Week. I spoke this past weekend, not about NFTs because I clearly don't know about them. But uh, I was involved with the event and the sessions and the content that were being shared. It was just a lot of like speculation and opinions. There wasn't any really like tactical stuff. Like you're blown my mind here talking about what you guys are doing. I'm like, what? This is a thing. Um, but at the same time, as a, an aspiring NFT project launcher. <laughs> I am. I am. Uh, I'm very encouraged to know that there. I mean, I knew there was some somebody out there can help get up an NFT project launch. But I think this is going to become more and more of the norm, isn't? I mean, businesses and brands are going to come to you and go, "What the fuck do we do with this Web three thing? Uh, where do we even start?" And that's where you guys really come in and help them better understand what's possible. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's where we're at. We are a B two B business, and we're getting some some people that blow us away come through our doors that are just curious. Um, we're talking to celebrities, massive companies, um, influencers, just, just about anybody as curious as what we're doing and how we could do it for them. So where, where, it's, it's been good. Go how's the, how big's your team? We have 15, 16, 15 or 16 between those two. Is everybody we'll spread all over the place? Five continents. Wow. Um, so we're working every second of the day. Outstanding. Well, I de- we definitely need to have a conversation offline. I want to I want to talk more about number one. I got people come to me going, "How do I start an NFT project?" I'm like, "Fuck if I know," but that's you know that's not the right answer, especially if you've got a network and solutions that can help people. Um, so I we definitely should have a conversation and 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 see you know better understand what you guys are doing there, so I can keep my ear to the ground when when people do ask me instead of telling them I don't know. Um, I answer I don't know with everything pertaining to NFTs, so that's disclosure, you know. It saves you from people being litigious, right? This is this is true. This is very true. So, what else you guys got going on? I mean, again, as if there's not enough going on. What's the what's the the the, the real focus? Really, just scaling this thing out and and continuing to provide solutions and, and building your 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 client base out based on the solutions you provide for them. Aside from the client stuff, which we hyper focus on, I would say the real focus is is trying to not focus. Like what we do is like we're on a steady path on a lot of things that we're doing. Um, we have the Doji Crew project that we just talked about a second ago that is always in a state of constant development because there's all kind of neat tech coming out through that. But honestly, the best things that we're doing are stuff that we stub our toe on on Monday and try to figure out how to patch that by Friday. So that's things like the badges feature that we have, which might take a little bit too much to really get people to understand aside from the fact that it's really cool. And you would think that we thought about it for months and months and months and months, but it was just a, a fluke of an idea, and it came because our team is like very close, and we communicate a lot. So that's that's the key. Like that's that's really that's really where it is. So what about buying NFTs? So do you guys? So do these NFT do these NFTs make you money if you own them? Are they able to? Are you able to earn based on being an owner of an NFT? I said that all wrong. I know. Um. I don't want to answer that question. Well, it's I said, feel like I can answer that, I answer that wrong. No, so well, what I'm referring to, I phrased that wrong. I, I, I'm referring on the on the Doji Crew website says passive earning under uh, claim, okay. claim a zingot. I can answer that one. Okay. So yes, Doji Crew do passively earn what's called zingot, which is an ERC twenty token, um, and that's just like um, 
Most a lot of cryptocurrencies are built on the ERC twenty standard, which means it lives on the Ethereum network, um, but it's its own little token. So moving forward from that, each Doji that you buy has a rank. So that's just like a rank of a cop or a, a soldier or something like that. And each um, each rank has a, a higher and higher pay scale. And every day, you're able to claim their Zingot pay off of them. Now Zynga, we don't add liquidity to it through any pools officially or anything like that. What we do to add value to that and enrich it is we operate a proprietary marketplace. So think OpenSea, but the only thing that you could use there is Zynga. So we have exclusive pieces from James Aim, who's up here, who does these awesome plants and robots. And we have community members that have submitted pieces um, and we also have members of our team that are designing lore and stuff that exclusively gets released here that can only be bought with the currency that your dojis earn. And then users can go buy, sell, resell, etc., all within this closed-loop economy. So um, that's, that's I guess, the best answer for that. Yeah, that's a good answer. That, that, that definitely makes sense. You're essentially creating your own marketplace um, and and for, for your users to be able to interact and buy and sell different assets right correct okay cool getting the lingo down here getting the lingo down here well dude this is great man you guys clearly got a bunch going on this is uh if you're listening to this right now you're thinking shit i just wanted to find out what the fuck a bitcoin was when i tuned in uh wrong episode but uh this is what happens after you own uh, you know after you're a somewhat of a seasoned nft collector and uh you're looking for new projects and new interesting projects to to get involved and do different things with or you're a business listening going you know what i'm so glad that i tuned in because i have no idea where i want to start i just know we, we need a solution and we have a couple of ideas we need to see if those ideas are valid. So you definitely need to hit up uh, Dr. Zero and his team here. I'm going to uh, include your Twitter handle and any other relevant links I can have your team send over. I'm going to include those in the show notes, and that'll direct you in exactly what you need to do uh, to connect. Uh, but Dr. O, I, 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 Mr. O, is Mr. Zero or Dr. Zero? Or Dr. Mr. Pepper. Zero, but we've been through the gamut. I'll let you call me any one of them. Yeah, I was like, fuck it. Dr. Zero, dude. Dr. Zero's. <laughs> what are you doing today? I'm not now. feeling well. I'm going to see Dr. Zero. Uh, Mr. Zero. Yeah, these screen names here brings me back to uh, AOL days. There you go. AOL chat rooms. I, I miss those. I think they should bring those back. I, ASO? I actually think that AOL chat rooms um are better than discord <laughs> discord is just so confusing it's not confusing it, there's just a lot going on there i can't wait for the next solution whoever that may be mm. do you think that do you think discord will be replaced yes okay yeah, cool yeah I, I i don't think discord will be replaced discord is a is designed for gamers that's designed to cultivate gaming communities so we're kind of shoehorning that onto what we have here we're shoehorning twitter onto this and telegram we're shoehorning that so, like, eventually something will come up that's specifically tailored to, like, this vertical. But right now it's just a bunch of shoehorning. How do I get a, a, a JPEG with the green beard and eyes? Because I, I want a green headphones and a, pod, and a green podcast mic. How do you get one of those? I see like- that's a perfect segue to intro the team that's up here on the stage. We've yeah. got Lex, Backman, Roger, Agent K down there. Um, they represent... Our operations, our social, our tech management, and our solidity, which is smart contracts. And the way to get one of these awesome profile pictures is to work for Quantum Tech. That's the only way. And these are smart profile pictures because 
Um, we have an entire HR smart contract being developed that manages these images. So um, you'll be able to tell just from the data on the image who that person is, if they're an official member of the team, um, what their email address is, what their ETH address is, what function they, they work in, um, et cetera. And we're also to do, able to do cool things like promote people, which does different aesthetic things on our page. And then the coolest thing, we get to fire people, which um, we're getting ready to fire a guy the named The coolest Toko thing you said. <laughs> um, we're getting ready to fire a guy named Toko soon. We do this daily. Um, and when we fire them, their PFP goes to a TV static screen and it says access terminated. So um, you're no longer able to use it. It's it's the um, it's very um, secret, I don't know. secret I feel, society. I feel, like, I feel like twiddling my fingers and going, <laughs> I can see you doing it. Yeah, I can absolutely see you doing it. Well, Mr. Zero, I appreciate your uh, your time hanging out with us here uh, on the podcast and explaining what you're up to. Clearly, way ahead of the game than most people trying to figure out what's going on here. And that's, you know, you guys having solutions like this are what really is going to help continue to usher us into this new frontier. So I'm excited. I'm fired up and uh, I'm definitely going to be in touch to see what uh, we can do to, to help each other out. That's for sure. Likewise, the door is open. Let's uh, get social and let's keep up with each other. Hopefully something pans out. Absolutely. Any final thoughts for uh, the listeners here? No, I, I'm still messed up. I'll, the, the final thoughts is this is the first year that I realized that there was a difference between PST and PDT. And if you don't know that, you should check into it because it's really confusing to me. Those are my final thoughts. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Thanks again, Mr. Zero. I appreciate your time and everybody being here as well. I'm assuming that you're responsible for this whole squad here. And if anybody else randomly jumped in, you're sure to appreciate your time. So thanks everybody for hanging out with us for this conversation. Um, I would, I would apologize for my lack of knowledge, but everybody has the lack of knowledge right now. So I kind of really fit in, but uh, thanks again for being here. We appreciate you guys and we will see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of NFT Suck. I sure do appreciate it. And I hope you're leaving this episode with at least one or two things that you did not know about the world of NFTs before you hit play. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get notifications as new episodes become available. Until next time, friends.
the fuck alone? 